Time now for Christian Car Guy Theater. With today's episode, Nahum's Matt. Now that Jimmy was back to himself in an effort to give back some of the support he'd received, Jimmy joined the volunteer mountain rescue team, and within hours of that move, his new two-way radio sounded off. Stand by Mountain Rescue Team C for emergency Beaver County Sheriff's Report. We have four missing hikers. Repeat, four missing hikers due back last night. We'll identify as the Andrews Group. Blake, the most experienced and the probable leader, a 26-year-old male with no medical issues, along with his wife, Darina Andrews, a 25-year-old female. She is pregnant. Repeat, pregnant in her first trimester with no other medical issues. They took along another couple, Jeff Lindsay, a 27-year-old male with no health issues, and his wife Marcy, 25-year-old, also no medical issues. They were headed up for a day climbing trip on Elk Mountain last seen, and vehicles parked at the logging road off Beaver Creek Road. Mountain Rescue Team C, please rendezvous that checkpoint 1,300 hours. Now that was Jimmy's stomping grounds for sure. That logging road was the scene of Jimmy's accident, and he hiked Elk Mountain all his life. Jimmy packed his gear and cranked his Jeep. Under the hood, the excitement of another adventure gripped the team, especially Mick and the rocker arm teams. The rocker arms being the mechanical parts that open the valves. Every time the engine makes one rotation, those rocker arms push down the valves to allow the gas to come in and the exhaust to come out. Dudes, this is what we've been pushing for. This adventure rocks. We'll have those hikers safe before morning, I guarantee you. This could be just the opportunity I've been waiting for. What a chance to show off a little special something-something I like to call my heavy metal booster. You know, my heavy metal booster juice. And when we drink this juice, we'll be rocking this engine up any mountain. Sweet. Oh, baby. That's the kind of juice I rock out to. Hey, Roxay, the juice don't pay is what they say. I think it's best we stay away, right, Renee? Oh, Mick, you know better than to rock that heavy metal juice. Sounds like drug pushing, and rockers don't roll to no drug pushing, Mick. And lighten up, you exhaust rockers. You don't know how to party with the intake crowd. Roxy and I can take it from here if you two are too scared to rock the juice, you wimps. Jimmy made it to the rendezvous and was assigned the search area around the old abandoned mining town, Lulu City. Jimmy knew the road was steep to Lulu City, so he shifted it into four-wheel low and began creeping up the mountain. Meanwhile, there in a pitch-dark old abandoned Lulu mine tunnel, the four terrified hikers were scattered. Dorina, he's unconscious. I can reach down and touch his face and feel his hair, but he's not moving. He is warm to my touch. I just hope he's still alive. Careful, Marcy. One slip and you'll be down there with him. Blake can rock down there for all I care. He got us into this. Oh, I'm so sorry, guys. I'm way past done with Blake. Oh, I have tried and tried to get him to stop drinking. And his crazy ideas coming into this mine being the worst stunt yet. I can't see a thing. Careful, everybody. One false move and we could all be dead. I think it's best if we all try to stay just as still as we can. Darina, you sure you're not bleeding and the baby's okay? Oh, I didn't fall near as far as you guys. I really think I'm okay. I just can't see anything. What happened? Did the whole floor just cave in? 
I was running to stop Blake. He wasn't two steps ahead of me and the floor split wide open. This wood has to be over a hundred years old. Of all the foolhardy, crazy, cockamamie... Hey, why did you two follow me? Hold it. I'm on some kind of rug or something. Maybe I can lower that down to you, Marcy, and pull you up with me at least a little bit safer. No, I'm the only one close to Blake. What if he wakes up and panics? I told you, I hope he does. Maybe he'll fall all the way this time and never to mess up my life again. Really, Marcy? Leave him. This time he not only got himself beyond help, he's endangered my baby. Grab the rug and come up to a safer place. I'm with Jeff. Leave Blake in the pit of hell where he belongs. Marcy! Marcy! Grab the rug! Can you see it? I see a streak of light down there. Can you see it? Marcy! Yes, I can see it. But I'm not leaving Blake. Huh, there's some kind of old writing on that rug. Maybe it's a map out of here. It says, let's see, it says, Nahum's Mat, Mark Two. What in the world? More craziness. I'm not leaving Blake. Mark Two. That's a Bible verse. And Nahum sounds like a Bible name. Oh, and there's one more thing. It says, rise, pick up your bed, and go home. Ha! I could go for that about now. Mark Two. I wish I had a Bible handy. There's something to that. I can feel it. There's something to it. Oh, oh, oh. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, I've got a little Gideon Bible in my purse, if, if you really want to know, Jeff. I may have enough light up here to read it when the sun gets a bit higher, but it may take an hour or so. Out on the trail to Lulu City, Jimmy's Jeep had plenty going on under the hood. At this rate, we may get to Lulu City by March. It's time we rock this Jeep. Hey, you with me, Roxy? Sure, push on over the heavy metal juice, Mick, and we'll show this Jeep how to rock and roll. Hey, you two are gonna disarm all of us. Rocking on the rocks is pushing for trouble, Mick. Now don't drink that juice! No sooner had Renee's warning sounded than the heavy metal juice exploded down the intake valves, spinning the engine with such force that the next turn of the camshaft snapped off all the rocker arms with closed valves, the engine shut right down. Jimmy tried to crank it, but it sounded like metal mashing, and he quickly got out, seeing what happened. I'll never rock again. I'm afraid it's the end of our row. Totally disarming, Mick. We're finished. Jimmy heard the rattle under the valve covers and quickly had them off to find armless rocker arms. What in the world kind of gas was that? It broke all the rocker arms. Putting all the pieces together in a rag, Jimmy threw them in his backpack with his radio and rescue gear and headed off for Lulu City to see if he could find some old wreck or something to get some rocker arms. If not, the missing hikers. Jimmy reported in on his radio. Breaker, this is Mountain Rescue CG headed for Lulu City. Had an engine mishap, broke all the rockers. I'm headed by foot to Lulu City to see what I can find, hikers or parts. Roger that, Jimmy. We'll let your dad know. Maybe he can send some help your way. By now, the sun had risen enough in the mine shaft so Dorina could read the little Gideon Bible. All right, Jeff, I, I, I could finally make this out. Marked two. What happened? Dorina, where are you? Jeff? Marcy? We're all right here, Bonehead. You really got us in a pinch this time. Craziness. Hey, you are trouble, man. Trouble. Are you all right, Blake? 
I don't think so. My back is killing me and I can't feel my legs. Sit still, fool, or you will bring the whole place down like the last time. Man, this is too creepy. You guys, listen to this Bible story. And when Jesus returned to Capernaum after some days, it was reported that he was at home and many were gathered together so that there was no more room, not even at the door. And he was preaching the word to them and they came bringing to him a paralytic carried by four men. And when they could not get near him because of the crowd, they removed the roof above him. And when they had made an opening, they let down the bed on which the paralytic lay. And when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Son, your sins are forgiven. Now, some of the scribes were sitting there questioning in their hearts, Why does this man speak like that? He's blaspheming. Who can forgive sins but God alone? It, oh, oh, ah, oh no, I, some dust just got in my eyes. Oh, I can't see very well. Marcy, Marcy, you've got to read the rest of this. I know, I just know the Lord is trying to tell us something. Here, I'm going to pass it down to you. Be careful. What does it say? Okay, I've got Mark 2. Who can forgive sins but God alone? Okay, Mark 2, 8. And immediately Jesus, perceiving in his spirit that they thus questioned within themselves, said to them, Why do you question these things in your hearts? Which is easier, to say to the paralytic, Your sins are forgiven, or to say, Rise, take up your bed and walk? Now that's confusing. Why didn't Jesus just heal him? Can you imagine the disappointment on the guy's faces that lowered him down on the mat? It seems so backwards. Man, I'm about to fall asleep. I can't keep my eyes open anymore. Wake me up when it's all over. Darina, I hope you are praying for help. Jeff drifts off to sleep as Darina and Marcy pray. Blake grimaces in pain. About 20 minutes later, they hear footsteps outside. Hey, we're down here. Here we are. Help, we're down here. Hey, you hear us? Hey, we're down here. Whoever's up there, we're down here. Please help. Who's out there? Sounds like wolves. They smell blood. Is anyone bleeding? Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess that's me. I, I got a pretty bad gash on my leg. I, I, I just didn't want to worry anybody. Blake, Jeff, someone help. They're almost on me. Scram, get out of here before I set you all on fire. Hey, is anyone down there? Are, are you the Andrews hikers? Oh, yes, it's us. Yes, yes, oh, Yes, it's God, us. We fell down this well, old mine shaft. Be careful or you'll fall through as well. Don't, don't come any closer. Yes, I'll stay put and radio for help. Breaker, this is Mountain Rescue C. I found them. They've fallen down the old Lou City mine shaft. Roger that, Jimmy. Is anyone hurt? Affirmative. Blake may have a spinal injury. He can't feel his legs, and I'm told he fell the furthest. Copy that. Can you get to them, Jimmy? Negative. They fell through the floor and are asking me to stay back for fear I will fall in as well. Plus, it seems they are all at different levels of the old shaft. Roger that, Jimmy. 
I'll see if we can get old Nahum up there. He's the only miner left that knows the old mine. We'll need to send for the mine rescue team and their equipment in Leadville. It's going to be a while, Jimmy. Try to keep everyone calm. 10-4, I'll do what I can, Sheriff. I don't know that I'll be here when they get here from Leadville. I'm really struggling to get my breath. Breaker, breaker, rescue seed. Blake is struggling to breathe. Not sure he can hold on that long, Sheriff. Jimmy, don't try to get to him. All we can do is pray now. We'll get there as fast as we can. 10-4, Sheriff. Blake, hold on. Please hold on. Remember, you're going to be a daddy. Your child will need you. You all may think I'm nuts, but a while ago when I dozed off, I had a dream. And I dreamed a dream just like the Bible story you guys read about. The dude that his friends lowered him down on the mat to Jesus. The part of the dream that startled me was that we were the ones lowering Blake down to Jesus on the mat. And when Jesus told Blake, the paralytic in this case, that his sins were forgiven, that was us. At that moment, Jesus looked straight at me saying, with his eyes, that it was us that had forgiven Blake for getting us into this mine shaft. Jesus was acknowledging our forgiveness when he said, take heart, your sins are forgiven. It was us, the three of us, lowering him on that mat. Somehow I knew that it was our forgiveness that was in effect lowering Blake into Jesus' arms. While Jeff explained his dream, little did he know the rocker arms in Jimmy's pocket heard every word. Rex, I'm guessing that we are in the same situation here. Now, if we forgive Mick and Roxy, we can be placing them in a place of healing at Jesus' feet. Those rockers have left a lot of hard feelings, Renee. Sort of a rock Armageddon. Not sure I have that in me, girl. Then Dorena cried out from the shaft. Forgiveness may be easy for you, Jeff and Marcy, but I am not about to destroy my life by allowing Blake in it again. It don't matter much now, anyhow. I don't think I have ten more breaths. Hey, down in the shaft, I think this is old Nahum. He knows this mine like the back of his hand. Hold on. What in the world is going on here, Jimmy? Well, these hikers... While Jimmy explains the situation to old Nahum... Renee Rockerarm begins to plead again with Rex. It's pretty clear in the manual, Rex, that what we bind here on Earth will be bound in Heaven, and what we loose here on Earth will be loosed in Heaven. Now, do you really want to hold on to that hurt and resentment, or do you want me to pray with you that you will strong-arm it and forgive? Okay, okay, Renee. I'll try what you say. If it takes all day, you go on and pray. All right, then. Lord, give us grace for Mick and Roxy right now. Help us to lean on the everlasting arms to lay down all that we are holding and lower Mick and Roxy on this shop towel down to your feet where you can make them whole. Amen. As Nahum looks over the situation, he calls down to Blake. Hey, you and a mine with a broken back. Can you hold on for a few more breaths? (coughs) I don't think so. This is bad, bad. 
The most important thing right now, boy, is do you know if you die, will you go to heaven? <coughs> Never thought about it. Right now then, boy. Do you know Jesus? Do you know what he did for you? Do you know he's God's son? Dorina, we have got to forgive Blake right now. It may be the only chance he has to be in heaven and not to spend eternity in hell. Dorina, you have got to let him down on the mat, just like Jeff said. Let him down to Jesus' feet. There was an old rug right about where you fell in, youngins. Do you see it? Yes, it has a Bible verse on it. Right. Without that rug, boy, I would have spent my eternity in hell. Like you, I played the fool in the mine, drinking so drunk I swung a sledge back and loosened a timber that caused a cave-in, trapping me and my best friend. That friend's dad was the one that lowered that same rung down to me. But he placed that Bible verse to share with me the value of forgiveness. Now, boy, if you can hear me, that same Jesus died on a cross to take away the penalty of my crazy drinking and almost getting all of us killed. Then Jesus helped my friend's dad to forgive me and not only save me from the mind, but tell me how to know God's son. That forgiveness showed me what it felt like and it actually lowered me into the arms of my savior. Now kids, if you ever prayed, now's the time. This is more than a matter of life and death. It's a matter of eternal damnation we're talking about here. Can you really sentence this boy to hell? Or will you lower him on the mat to Jesus? Well, Jimmy, we've done what we could with his soul. Now let's see if we can get him out of there. The rest of you three pray. Jimmy, the old cage ain't far from where Blake's laying. If we can get him in that old cage and then about three or four of these cheese weights on the winder cable should give him quite a ride to the top side. So you better call the sheriff and get a chopper up here pronto. We gotta transport him. Breaker, this is Mountain Rescue C. Sheriff Nahum got here and says he has a plan to get Blake out. Can you get a chopper up here to transport him? Roger that, Jimmy. We'll dispatch one immediately. Still be 20 minutes or so. Well, it'll probably take us that long to get him topside anyway. Let's get going. Hey, you hikers in the mine. Jimmy and I are going to ride the cage down close to you. Whoever's the closest to Blake, when you hear the cage start lowering to you, then start screaming so we know where to look. Nahum and Jimmy made their way to the old head frame where the elevator that brought up miners and the ore called a cage was located. Nahum was explaining to Jimmy. Now Jimmy, those kids are trapped on different levels of the original ventilation shaft. The cage shaft is only a few feet from them. Pray we can get to Blake in time. Here, grab a couple of these cheese weights for the ride back. A couple four of these babies will get us down fast and then put them on the winder cable to ease the ride back topside. While Jimmy and Nahum were loading the cage with rescue equipment, down in the mine, the conversation continued. Blake, hang in there. There's help on the way. Blake, buddy, stay awake. It won't be long. I forgive you. Just hang in with us. Please, don't let go. I can't even hear him breathing. Blake, come back. Don't leave us. Oh, oh God. No, 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 no. Blake, I forgive you. God knows I forgive you. Oh, oh Jesus. Please. Please, if you can't, if you can't keep him breathing, please just help him to eternity with you. Oh Jesus, save him. I don't want him to suffer forever. 
I want him to be there with you. Oh, Jesus. <coughs> Darina, I'm so, so sorry. Forgiveness. God, forgiveness. I don't deserve this. How? Why would you? <coughs> I need you, Jesus. I need to find my way. I admit, I've messed up all this. I, I believe you are God. Son, I believe you are God's son. I believe you can show us. Show me the way. <coughs> Nahum, I, I think I hear them. Right here! Right here! Can you hear me? Alright, let's see what we got here. Yep, we're here. Let's take a look. As the cage opens, Nahum sees what he was hoping for. Blake is lodged in a manhole cut into the side of the ventilation shaft and fairly accessible. Except, a fallen timber that blocked part of the way. Blake, can you see the light? We're here for you. Blake, Blake, can you hear us? Sounds like he passed out again, Jimmy. Hurry, hurry. Jimmy, grab that pry bar. I'll wedge that timber up a bit, and when I do, slide one of those big cheese weights under it to support it. Jimmy, now. Let me see if I can get to him now. Ugh. Ugh. I, I got him, Nahum, but I need another few inches to slide him under that timber. Not sure we have enough leverage to get it high enough to take another cheese weight. Besides, it about caved in with the last one. I wish we had something about six inches high, strong enough to hold that timber. Hey, Nahum, I, I have these broken rocker arms I was hoping to replace or something. Maybe these would work. Ha! Huh. Rex, I knew God would find a use for our brokenness. <sighs> Nick, Roxy, did you hear that? We just need to stack up for this task, and we can help save Blake. Really? What a prayer, Renee. Who would have thought we'd be pushing up timber? Rex and Renee, your God rocks. I never would have thought we could stack up again. Renee, what an amazing God that can use broken rockers. Look how these babies stack together, Nahum. I think it will work. All right, I'll get another shove, then you prop up that timber. That's it, Nahum. I got him. Okay, Jimmy. Slide him in that cage, and I'll put those weights on the winder cable. I decided to come myself, Jimmy. Let's get Blake hooked up to this oxygen first. Is he breathing? Yeah, he's breathing. He, he's unconscious, but he's got a pretty good pulse. Six months later at Beaver County Hospital. It's a boy, Darina. It's a boy. Do you want to name him what we said? Yeah. Oh. His name is Nahum Matthew Andrews. 
God's gift to us in so many ways. And we'll just call him Matt. <laughs> this episode of Christian Car Guy Theater, Nahum's Matt, starred Ann Alt, Chris Van Cleve, Bert Rosenberg, Ellen Kennedy, and Alex Seals. Written by Robbie Dilmore and Ann Alt. Produced and directed by the Christian Car Guy.